you see the highlights. He, he played with all the energy in the world. He's jumping over the the line of scrimmage. He's having yeah. all the big hits. And then you go introduce yourself to him and the sm- softest spoken dude of all time. Dave, the whole time, is questioning. Taylor has won an ungodly amount of money at Red Rocks from Blackjack, and that's just not supposed to happen in the Blackjack world. And Dave is like, there's just no way this this magic table where you show up, you say how much you want, and you leave with it with how much you wanted. That that, that can't be real. All right, episode sixty. We're back this time with a guest. It's the off season. We're mixing up having. JP Hovey back on. He was on episode 10. Hove. It's always good to catch up with Hovey. That's our boy from college, and it's super fun to just hear about the cool stuff he gets to do with the new job he has. Get to hear a little bit about him sitting at the high rollers table in Vegas, which is just wild. Running into crazy people. He's running into the most random, famous people you could think of. Um, Dude's living it up right now. He was uh, sitting in a podcast room with Stephen A. Smith. A mere, what, two weeks ago, week and a half ago, and now he gets the privilege of being with us on Undrafted Amateurs? I mean, wow. Look at that. Well, who would have thought? But yeah, it was a fun conversation. It was great to catch up with him. And it's just fun, like Alan was saying, to hear all the, the cool things he's been up to lately, especially around Super Bowl week and Media Row and, and those things. Uh, so we'll jump into that conversation in a few minutes. But before that, we got a little two-minute drill focused mostly on South Carolina. So on that note, Let's roll the clock. Let's roll it. So the South Carolina Gamecocks, we talked about this last episode, underrated in baseball, kick off the season with a sweep over Miami of Ohio. You know, maybe not the most um, tenured baseball team of all time, but still a D1 team. 14-0 to zero on Sunday with a combined no-hitter, which is huge because coming into the year, South Carolina's pitching staff was the big question mark. That's a huge statement to start the year off. No hitter. Let's go. Love to see that. Unfortunately, basketball had a little bit of a rough week, but but the boys are still going to play in March, and it's going to be nice. It's great to see. Tough. We still have a pretty tough schedule ahead. Plenty of games where we can still climb up, climb back up those ranks. We play number 24, Florida, this coming Saturday, which is a huge game, huge matchup in Colonial Life Arena. So stay tuned for that mm. one. Excited for that. And then outside of South Carolina sports, which you might be asking, why would anyone care about that? That's a great question. But free agency conversations starting to happen in the NFL. Moves, ho- all the coaching changes are pretty much done now, but we will be talking about that more in the next coming weeks as well as draft stuff. And then in college football news, the college football playoff board of managers unanimously approved a change to the model. So it's now a five plus seven model. With the expanded 12-team playoff, the five highest-ranked conference championships automatically get a bid, and then seven at-large teams. And then within that, the four highest-ranked conference champions are going to get the top four seeds. Past that, the fifth highest-ranked conference champion fits wherever it does in the 12-team. It could be six. It could be 12. So the only conversation really around that is like if Notre Dame, since it's not a conference member, would not be eligible for one of the top four seeds. Clock it. So here we go. Here's JP. Hove. JP, I was just looking this up. You were on episode 10. It's 50 whole episodes ago, which is kind of crazy. This episode 60? This is 60. We're saving the whole numbers for you. Nice, clean round ones. Welcome back to Undrafted Amateurs. 
as you can see, things have changed a little bit. We got Gene, Alan Gene Jordan, sitting across from me virtually right now. Let's go. The other thing that's changed is we have something called Amateur Hour now, where we talk about the stupid things that we've been doing in our lives, the stupid things that we do. And Alan, really, this, this segment is sponsored by Alan, and so he's going to kick it off for us. Yeah, I do something stupid at least once a week. So I usually have to call my girlfriend beforehand and figure out exactly what it was I did stupid. Elaine, help. Elaine, <laughs> help Elaine. <laughs> so this one isn't super bad, but it is It is pretty dumb if you think about it. So um, this past week was Elaine and I's five-year dating anniversary, which is pretty, Congrats. pretty big. Congrats, uh, yeah. Thanks. We went on a little trip to South Florida, you know, sunny South Florida. It was like 75 and sunny. It was great. Going to the beach. We get there, didn't bring a bathing suit. <laughs> That's unlike you, especially. I know, man. Luckily, you didn't have one in your car already? Right, yeah. <laughs> That's uh, what surprises me. Luckily, just had some shorts that can double as a bathing suit, and it was fine. But who goes to the beach and just doesn't bring a bathing suit, man? And you're the type of guy that usually wears a bathing suit. like Right, just around. You'd wear it on the drive. Yep. Yeah, that's nothing I would ever do. I would never just wear a bathing suit for fun. No, Joe would just wear pajama pants to class in college. I actually did. Every day. For... Every day. Most, all of the winter, I wore pajama pants to class. And then I did have two straight weeks where I only wore board shorts to class. Dude, that's a power Freshly. move. You're either like really cool and do that, or you're really weird and do that. Or you just didn't do laundry in a long time. We still haven't decided which one Joe was. Up for debate. Yeah. <laughs> I've been wearing the same clothes since high school, so it's all good. JP, I've got some nasty shoes I've been wearing in the gym. And no lie, I've thought about you several times <laughs> recently with it, because I'm like, hey, JP would approve of these. I got them in the trunk. You know I keep them on me. You still on the Adidas? Yeah, the Ultra Boost. Let's go. I have a pair that look identical in terms of wear and tear. Bro, they're great shoes. Shout out to Adidas. Yeah, sorry you're not trying to waste money. They make shoes that are so good that they're still high quality later. Yeah. How long did you have the previous ones for? At least, it was at least three and a half years. Mm, that's um. Yeah. And if you guys, if anybody needs to see a photo of the shoes, you can go to my Instagram. I made a tribute video to my shoes. We had a lot of good moments together. Yeah, my shout out, no free shout out. This is sad. It goes to these bonds you have with certain things and it makes it hard to say goodbye. It's been a long In my old shoes, we saw a lot. We saw, we stormed fields. We went to new states. We found our parents. Shut down Nashville. And even had a homecoming. I'm grateful for the time we spent. But beginnings always find themselves in ends. And I'm looking forward to this next chapter. All the planes we flew, good things we've been through. Then I'll be standing right here talking. That was touching. I mean, I, I legit still have them in my trunk for uh, when South Carolina goes on a run in football next year, and I need to bring them out. Oh, you kept them. Yeah, Let's I have go. them. Still. I, I can't actually let them go. When they go on a run, because goggle season's going to be real next year. Yeah, we have the perfect schedule to make it happen. We don't have to dive into all that stuff right now. But but we probably should real quick. 2024 National Champions. Easy. Something we should bring up with that is Sean Elliott's back. Thank God, the juice God. He's going to bring the energy back. He loves South Carolina. Also, when is JP going to help out with the spring game? Bro. I saw a little something with Shane, Coach Beamer. Coach Beamer, 
If you're watching this, you know what to do. I'm a phone call away. They actually just hired one of our friends that I've met through the bus and crew. They hired him to the wait staff. So we have another another person on the inside trying to make it happen. Is it a good hire? Do you feel good about it? He's a great hire. He comes from Michigan. Um obviously Michigan was like, you know, they were they were a powerhouse and their strength staff was so good that Harbaugh Harbaugh bought the main guy with him to LA. And so Wimf was uh, under him. Shout out Wimf, Winfrey. We're talking weight staff like weightlifting, right? Yeah, yeah, strength strength Not like not like waiter. No, no, but hey, he could probably do it all. <laughs> Which is kind of big because I don't know, I just haven't been super thrilled with strength and weight stuff at South Carolina lately. So a lot of that's pretty big. A lot of injuries. A lot of injuries. Coach Day is a great, great guy too. I'm sure he's getting the boys right right now, but it it has been tough to watch. But full support. National champs. You heard it here first. Have you done anything dumb though? Back to amateur hour? Oh yes. Uh me personally, um yeah, there's plenty of things I've done dumb, but this the one thing that's sticking out in my head is we were watching we have some friends in Nashville that have never seen the Batman trilogy like the Christian Bale ones never never wow. never ever so we have been rewatching we we're rewatching them and we we're watching the the Bane the the final one yeah now mind you these comments that I'm about to bring up have been happening throughout all of the movies but I've held my tongue. And it just goes for all superhero movies. I can't stand when people will be like, like this is more of like a pet peeve. But this is people are amateurs watching superhero movies. Agree. Like Batman gets out of the pit. This is just one example of probably twenty throughout the whole movie. Batman gets out of the pit. You know, he rises from the darkness, and then he's he's back in Gotham. And what somebody we're watching with. No, see, that doesn't make sense. How did he just get from the Middle East back to Gotham in, like, one day? Like, first of all, it's Bruce Wayne. He's got a jet. Then there, then 20 minutes into the movie, like, when whenever Batman first sees Bane and he has, like, an open shot at him when, like, Bane doesn't see him, they're like, why wouldn't he just kill him right now? They don't get it. Bro, it's Batman. I'm like, yeah, one, Batman doesn't kill. Two, it's 20 minutes into the movie. <laughs> why, why are you so pressed? And it's a superhero movie. I told them, I said, I thank God. And I will never watch the Avengers movies with any of y'all because I promise you Thanos will be up there and he'll snap his fingers. And one of y'all will say, no, see, that doesn't make sense. How does what half the universe get wiped out just by snapping his fingers? They don't get it. I also they love how it, the comment of traveling back as if that's the most absurd thing about a superhero movie. It's like, nah, that traveled, honestly, there's probably a layover that's at least like a 24-hour trip. Right. Did they even say it's one day in the movie? Or they just assume that? They just assume, bro. Like, you don't even know if he's in the Middle East. Can't be doing that during Batman, dude. Just that's any crazy. superhero movie. Just leave it out. Like, it's a superhero movie. It's a fiction movie. Ah, well, that's going too far. It's. I like to think of it more as like a, uh, a spinoff of reality. Oh, Batman? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Batman might might just be straight up reality. Fair enough. Which th this is another debate. Maybe you guys can have it another time. But the best assassins, uh, like, and recently I wouldn't. I mean, Batman obviously really isn't even in that category. But I've been thinking, and I do believe Jason Bourne could beat Batman hand to hand combat. Hand to hand. Yep. Nope. But maybe that's a maybe that's a discussion for another time. 
but then he also uses a gun too. So I think that he, I think you're right. But then also the fact like he's a well-rounded assassin. Yeah. I'm taking Jason Bourne over Batman every day. No way. Not taking that at all. That's ridiculous. You think John Wick's better than Jason Bourne? Yeah, I'm going. Who would win I'm, in that fight, though? I'm going John Wick. Oh, bro, you have you ever seen John Wick kill a man with a book? Jason Bourne killed someone with a pencil. I'm pretty sure J- uh, John Wick did that too. He did. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> he killed a lot of people. To be thing. fair, so it's easy to but, forget. But Jason Bourne, you got to remember, he's doing this all from scratch. Like he lost his memory, and this just muscle memory against the best assassins in the world. An entire country is after him. John Wick, he almost lost to an obese man in the fourth movie. Dude, don't spoil in it. In club. Don't spoil it, bro. I haven't seen the fourth movie. You haven't Yo, seen it yet? You ain't missing much. Wow. What I will say about the fourth movie is it made my choice of when we did the zombie apocalypse draft, not picking John Wick might be one of my biggest regrets of this podcast. Yeah. And then I watched the fourth one. I'm like, dang. Who was pick number one in that? I don't even remember. I blocked it all out. Dramatic. It's called a repressed memory. Dang, did he run around on you on that one? When's the last time you won a draft, Joe? Dang. Has Alan just been running it? Ooh. So we did the all-time, or not all-time, the current NFL player dream team. Oh, yeah. I stand by the fact that mine's better. But Madden, for some reason, liked Alan's more. It was totally, Madden, it's because they social media, Aubrey everybody the looked kit. at it. <laughs> the voters. The voters. Dude, Come Patrick on, Mahomes man. and Andy Reid are going to win another Super Bowl with my team. That's all I got to say. We need uh, JP's thoughts on it. but Yeah, we'll get you to look at the full roster and see what you think. Yeah, I need the full roster to see. Hold on. I'm pulling Joe, up. Joe's about to get pressed, bro. I am about to get pressed. Alan, you just been dog walking him? Dog walking. This is crazy. On his, on, on his show that he created. He said, come on here and check this out. See what you can do. You know, you don't have to be good at it right away. Hasn't won a draft since. Cause how many episodes have you been on? Been on like seven, maybe. Got you. Maybe, maybe more. I need to see more action from from you guys on your personal socials. Oh, we do. We do need to do that. I don't even have a TikTok. Yeah, that's our I biggest, mean uh, TikTok for sure. That's our biggest account, but Instagram, bro. I, I need to be able to pull up on Alan G. Jordan's page and know, like, oh, this dude is. He's got a podcast. Where I need to yeah, check this yeah, out. You do. You do. We also need to hop on. Uh, what we should have done tonight is segue into this from uh, Push Up Tuesday. I know, bro. And I didn't think about it until I was just kind of too late on it. Maybe next week we can hop on at the end. Yeah, I was telling everybody on the live, all 20 people, I got to be quick because I'm going on undrafted amateurs. Go go check out the, the show. That's huge. What a guy. Can you see that? Yeah, I, I can see that. All right. So team one, team two, look at it. Give your thoughts. Uh, I mean, something that jumps out immediately is the vibes guy. I don't know how you, I mean, Ronnie Coleman is, I think he basically invented that. Lightweight, that baby. Position. Let's see. I like, I like team two's quarterback room a lot. You can read it out for the people. All right. Team two's quarterback room is Pat Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen. Team one's QB room is Lamar Jackson, Tua, Aaron Rodgers. Interesting to put Tua in that room. But I guess, I mean, with the other names taken off, I, I don't really know who else you would take. Let me look at the D-line. One D-line has TJ Watt, Demarcus Lawrence, Miles Garrett, Cam Hayward, Aiden Hutchinson, Chris Jones, Dexter Lawrence, Vita Vea, Jonathan Allen. That's a 
Yeah. Max Crosby. Y'all know I got Max. Nick Bosa, Michael Parsons, Danielle Hunter. Is that his name for real? Yeah, that's for real. <laughs> Shout out Danielle, man. Uh, great player. <laughs> great, great player. 100%. He made a super team. Hendricks. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I mean, here's the th- overall, like, obviously both these teams are just insanely stacked. Are you kidding? Bro, there's obviously one answer. Everybody on social media thinks there's one answer. Not everyone. Everyone's oh, like, wait, wait, wait. Team one clears, team two clears. No, right, that's no. what I'm saying. They're picking one and one only. I see I see where this where this happens, where it all goes downhill for uh, team two. And it is the running backs. That's where it happened. We clearly started sabotaging each other. Yeah. So like I went out, tried to clear out the quarterbacks. Yeah, and he's that was bold though, because you can only start one quarterback. And you picked Mahomes, Burrow, and Allen, and I only had Lamar Jackson. So I mean again, you can only start one quarterback. And I think I stacked up wide receivers when you were doing that. Oh, the DBs. I'm not. I like Jalen Ramsey is good, but I also don't. I think there's other guys that are better DB ones than him. Joe, I think specifically did that to sabotage me because he's on the Dolphins. And look Again, at him like smiling, I said, there's a, there a little bit of sabot- saboteur. Joe is a big sabotage guy. Oh, Joe was. <laughs> Dude, me picking, You're Christian, wild for that. me picking Christian McCaffrey is not a sabotage. It's just a good pick. Also a sabotage. You get in my mind, and then I try to sabotage you, and then I end up losing because mm. of it, <laughs> if we're being honest. He dude. said it out loud. Kind of self-sabotage. Let's go. Dude, the, the, the mental warfare this man plays is crazy. I took I took a note out of Christian's book because he was running around with you on the <laughs> um, Florida, Florida Man Challenge doing that. <laughs> oh, dude, it, it was just like your gut to go with this. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you could make a uh, – yeah, I mean, Joe's coaching staff is just Very unreal. Good. I mean, I I respect the Dan Campbell the Dan Campbell move by yeah. Allen, but if he is the one that's making the ultimate decision, we saw how that could play out. Hey, I'll I'll still ride with him on that one. I like those those calls at the end. No, yeah, I mean it it is fun for the game. I like my coaching staff, my quarterback room, your receivers, your running back, my offensive line. D line's kind of a split. DBs are kind of a split, and I got linebackers. That's my thought. No, I got DBs. Okay, fine. You got DBs. I got linebackers. Also, the TJ Watt just people are so obsessed with him. People love TJ. It's Watt, ridiculous. Apparently, why wouldn't they? I, he's good, but like the fact that he made a Pro Bowl with five and a half games, like what was it, five sacks two years ago? Like, oh, yeah. It's just, I mean, two years ago, sure. But what about this year? No, no. He's great. I mean, I'm just saying, like, I don't know. The the fandom for TJ Watt is out of proportion, in my opinion. There were just people flipping out on social media that we didn't pick TJ Watt number one overall. And, I mean, I guess you can make an argument for it, but I'm picking Miles Garrett over TJ Watt. I mean, I know. I Obviously, there's a lot more to, to that position than just getting, like, the sacks and everything. But... When you look at TJ Watt's numbers compared to everyone else, it's like you how in the world did he not win the MVP, defensive MVP? Nah. I mean, really should have been Max all the way. Yeah, that's all I was gonna say. More is required, Max Crosby. He should be he should have been the the MVP. I'm not saying that he's not just say you hate him. Top five. I hate him, dude. I hate him. That's we did pick him kind of low. It's just that like I don't know. I think he's overrated in the sense that everyone thinks that he's like God tier of players. I respect the take. Yeah, I still have the better team for <laughs> sure. 
So you're going team one? Make it yeah, go, I mean, Let's go. yeah. Sorry, Joe. This is officially an L for me. Man, watching the Madden game was awesome. We did it two days after the Super Bowl, JP, and <laughs> freaking lost on special teams again. It was brutal. <laughs> well, if you look at the kickers, if it's going to come down to the kicker, you got uh, Brandon Aubrey, who was really good year one, but first year of playing in the NFL versus Justin Tucker. So, yeah, I mean, I was, I don't know why you didn't pick like Harrison Butker or something. That was the I conversation right and before that was the my, game. <laughs> I was like, I know that I should have done that. I'm just hype on Brandon Aubrey right now. It's three phases to the game, Joe. You know that. Too many kickers on this podcast. You, Trey, Allen. This is ridiculous. Ooh, Hunter, we might need to talk about that when me and JP both tried out for South Carolina at the same time. It's just two scrubs. Dude, we should have trained together for that. And we yeah, well, I didn't totally know. didn't at all. I caught the injury. What injury did you have again? Turf toe. Oh, dude. I had a little so I had a hammy injury that was just nagging, so I was kind of like self-conscious about working out with other people. So that's probably why I didn't reach out about it. Yeah. I mean, what, what really needs to be addressed is how much we can't stand Jamie Speronis. <laughs> Dude, what a clown walks in plaid shorts, visor flops and says, you know, if you guys were going to be on the team, you would already be here. We really don't need a kicker. We have the best kicker in the nation right now. So good luck. Gives us three yeah. kicks. I don't know how many punts we got because I wasn't really worried about the punts, but it was three, wasn't it? I think it was three. Dude. <laughs> and same with uh, field goals. Got one. Did you kick field goals that day or just punts? I don't think so. Yeah, dude. He gave, we got a field goal from the 35 left hash, 40 middle, and 45 right hash. And that was it. Hit all of them and uh, into the end. Wasn't the high enough, right? Yeah. Were you, you were three you were three of three, uh Alan? Three for three. And uh yeah. We nah see we we gotta we gotta write that wrong. <laughs> Crazy, man. Yeah, they he said uh I asked him, I was like, so what was wrong with my kicks? Like they all went in. And he said, We we're looking for uh three fourths of the way up the goalpost or more from forty five and out. Which is that's high. So I was, yeah, I, was, I mean also maybe like, maybe half or less. Like Elliot Fry was awesome, but his whole thing was like being money from forty five and in. Right, that's is exactly right. Like, why do you need we a don't. massive leg if you're accurate in college? Like, it's good to have a massive leg, but Elliot Fry was just super consistent close up. And then after Elliot, we didn't have a consistent kicker the next year, and what cost us? It's when Parker White, his first year, and um, turned out to be so good, but. But that first year was rough. First year was rough, but he turned out to be really, really good. Yeah, I think we got a, we have a good guy uh, coming in, so we should be Gucci. Where what's Jamie Speronis doing now, dude? Fired. He came to IMG Academy while I was working there. Ooh, him, bro, and uh, like, I think Dillman was there for like a second, and then he left too. But I heard Speronis was in town. I said, "Oh man, did you ever get onto him um, about it?" He's gonna have to see me. No, I, I I talked with him one time. I didn't I didn't get into it with him. Mm. But I made a big mistake. Yeah, I lit the fire. That's in me now. That's why I work so hard. Heck yeah, motivation. You're saying IMG. It's been like what two years since you left now? Pretty much. Uh, 2020, 2020. I think I left. Oh. Sheesh, four years. Four years, bro. Dang, like I thought it was half, crazy. I, I thought it was crazy that it was two years. I know, right? That's nuts. Been a busting the whole time since. 
No, you did. You went down to Florida a little bit afterwards. Right? Yeah, did did my own thing for a second. Dang, dude, sucks you're not a Florida boy anymore. I know, man. You know, I'm still, I'm still always scheming. I have a phone call this week I, with some guy with the ATP tour. We're gonna chat, discuss some things. So, gotta get you down to the tropics, dude. Was there this I past know. weekend? It was so nice. What's the weather like in Nashville right now? Horrible. Bro, Nashville weather is so trash. The winters suck and just that the sun is never out. Got to get the tropics. Bro, yeah, mix like combine no sun with just like staring at a screen all day and that is my personal just torture. Editing days are are tough. Yeah, they're freaking long. Joe, that's probably your problem with uh with getting sick so much lately, dude. No no vitamin D. That would be my amateur moment. I just keep getting sick. I like finally really? starting to get back in the gym, feeling good, getting some momentum, sick, reset, get a little bit back, sick all winter long. So I got, I ordered some vitamins though, Alan. Good. My, uh, Cause I think that's your problem. Them. Cause you're sitting inside all day, no sun. That's how you get a vitamin D. So do the people know that, that Alan is, a, is a PA? I don't think they do. We've never discussed that before. Yeah. He's a medical professional. You have a Florida medical license. So. You did say that you were scared of people asking on the plane. Are there any medical professionals? Mm, well, it's usually that. because just on that out before there, I get it's usually because I have an airport beer right before I get on the plane. So I got a little buzz going. I'm on the air. I'm on the plane, and I'm just like scared that I'm going to be the only one that can do something. And I got a little buzz going. You have a nice little conversation. Almost miss uh, a, a friend's wedding or something like that before getting on the flights. Yeah, the normal routine. Airport beers are like one of the best beers you can possibly have. A lot of people have them at God tier. Yeah, I would I would put them up there, like up there with shower beers. <laughs> Dude, shower beer is is kind of tough though because you get you get water all in it. Like I I love the idea of it, but like practicality is just not is just not there. I've tried it so many times. It's a zero. It's not a zero. <laughs> I don't the love practicality. <laughs> practicality of a shower beer is so insane to me. It doesn't make a lot of sense. We gotta talk about Push Up Tuesday though. You've been you've had some guests on lately. Kay Adams was on a couple months ago, the McCordys, or just, was it one of the McCordys? Just Jason. Dude, how's that um, been? Dude, it was, it was dope because the, the last one of the, obviously Kay had the whole Kay Adams thing, like everybody on Twitter, if, if you didn't like believe in the power of social media before, then just study the, the JP Hovey Kay Adams sa- sample the research out there it'll probably be it should be a case study yeah the study it'll be published at some point but i mean for for that whole chase i mean the chase is always the best part people just came out in masses saying the nicest things in the world about me people that like i don't even know if half of them followed me but they would just be like jp man thanks so much for coming to to visit my uh my sick dog and pay for all the medical bills for him and then letting me use the private jet to get back home and then like these are these are people i have not seen in my twitter mentions like they never come up until like something with k adams is tweeted and my name's in it dude it's a true american underdog story though i know but like what's so crazy is that we're supposed to meet her at the super bowl and she got the late the late invite to Seth Meyers. So she had to delay a day and I didn't see her. And of course she hit me with the tweet with the, Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Like, but I'll see you later on this week. Smooches all caps. And sure enough, didn't see her later on that week, but that's not on her. That's more so on Taylor, which Oof. 
there must be sometimes I question his personal agenda with, between me and Kay Adams' friendship. What did Taylor do to to um, not make this happen? Or what did he not? What do? did he not do? So I pitched. Where we go back to Radio Row later on in the week because she would be there, but also because Michael Vick, like Randy Moss, Gronk, all these people were at Media Row on these days that we weren't there. So I'm like, it would be like super beneficial for me because this will be great vlog content. It'll help us hopefully get guests, whatever. And our schedule was busy, but they were like, nah, man, like Media Row is so draining. Like, we're not going to do it. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, mm -hmm. Golly, please tell me how hard your life is. Got to go make some money in the uh, the high roller room instead. It literally that's what it boiled down to: staying up late and them gambling. But, um, yeah, I mean the the last week of of Push Up Tuesday in 2023, we had on Mike, just Mike, the singer. Yeah, shout out that's to so Stevenson sick. Ranch. Uh, we had Caleb Presley came on Sunday conversation. Um, oh, that was on Push Up Tuesday. I didn't even see that one. Yeah, he came on. And then who else? Oh, Robbie Fox from Barstool. He does all their like MMA content and things like that. And then several others I hate on forgetting who it was, but probably like Brian Peters. But it was epic. This Dude, year has been tough because we've been having to travel around a little bit more, but I'm trying to get back, get back on the grind. Dude, that's so sick. We got to, we've been recording on Tuesdays. So, haven't been been to many of the late ones but early on we were showing up to most of them and now it's it's blown up look at this we got to get on there joe we had a sponsor in in january and so, like the first week of february so we need to keep yeah i was gonna ask about that coming. is it a, a bussing thing now because it's on the bussing channel right so it was now that the sponsor stuff's over then it's mm -hmm. back on mine who is the sponsor Optimum nutrition, so like whey protein, gold standard. Did they send you free stuff? Uh, I got some back here right now. I notice you're looking they, a little, looking a little swole these days, bro. My inspiration. Y'all know I got a wedding. I got a wedding coming yeah. up. Let's go. When? When is that? When's the official, uh, official date for that? August seventeenth. August seventeenth. August seventeenth. Oh yeah, Alan, you need to fill out the thing that I sent did it you. Not, did it not work? Oh, maybe you did. I, I filled I it know. out, but. It was kind of questionable on whether it got submitted correctly. Well, it's interesting because it was it was pretty easy on my behalf. It's crazy, bro. Sorry, sorry. I'm working with a broken phone that works half the Dude, time. The first episode, JP, you'll appreciate this. The first episode we did together, I was FaceTiming this man for an hour and a half before we started recording. No, no, no. It was more like three hours. <laughs> it was honestly like three hours teaching him how to delete files so he could use Google Chrome. Oh, to go on and record. Bro, on I hadn't platform. updated my laptop in probably five years, and it's Alan's five on years HP. Old. Tough, not not the most um, what do you call it? Technologically sound out there. That's all right though. You're on now. Yeah, I was super worried about that getting into the podcast game, but it's worked out well. Joe's a pro, and you're intellectually sound, so it works out. There you, you know? go. Yeah, fast learner. That's right. We like summa cum laude, magna, whatever. That what are those things? Mm, I missed it by point zero zero one because so was, of what, Alan? Yeah, what class? Rock climbing. I got a B in rock climbing. It was my first B in college because I didn't go to the final exam because they put it a week before all the other dates for final exams, and so I, it wasn't on my radar. It's also why you're an undrafted amateur now. Yep, could have got drafted if I had a four. Or if you just become a rock climbing. That's beast. another thing. They didn't let me on the football team, and I could have, I could have bumped the GPA up. But 
I tried to pitch it to them. They didn't like it. I don't get it. If, if it would have been Beamer, you would have been on the squad. I could have oh, no pitched them some, uh, something about loving South Carolina and what's, what's their big thing? Love. Love, heart. Heart, love. <laughs> Family. Family. There it goes. Dude, that makes up for at least like a quarter of the height going up the goalpost. If you like love the team, right? Love if you the love family, the team, I'll show them a harder. picture of me in the Carolina shirt when I was a little kid. That probably could have got yeah. me. Easy. Hey Joe, any chance I can get your uh the the teams off my screen? I just wanted go. to let it uh, let you look at it for a little longer. Make sure you like team number. Oh, one. Are you sure you don't want to go back to two? Just throwing that out there. I'll I'll let you know at the end of the episode. Dang. Well, back to the Super Bowl because it looked like you were having – well, you were probably working a lot, but it looked like a, just the time of your life out there. What were like some of the highlights from, from being out there Super Bowl week? Dude, Super Bowl week is always the best week of, of the job. I mean, it's, it's the busiest week. It's the longest days. I, we were out there from Sunday to Saturday, and you know we probably got four hours of sleep every night. So you're just doing a, a ton of interviews – the the biggest highlights for me personally one was probably actually 100% number one was meeting Shannon Sharp unk that's so cool just the 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 absolute goat i wish i could have met chad but chad was not around at the time but i did get to go to their live show and it was all time t pain showed up uh, cuz he was doing residency like down at like the room over or whatever which is the best mm-hmm. part about Vegas because last year was in Arizona so like unless you're scheduled to be in an event there's not really a chance you're gonna run into anybody and in Vegas it's like people are just walking around everywhere um but meeting Unk because I love Nightcap Show and you know Sterling Sharp his brother Stephen A. Smith was just all like I ever hoped he would be and the dude is easily the best wordsmith in the country and just watching him operate on like on our podcast setting was just ah oh man it was it was all time was he like hanging around a little bit we didn't we didn't really get to hang out with him too much cuz he's just you know has to go f- everywhere but i i was thinking about this cuz he's a tall dude great jump shot but i've never seen that man in shorts and when i saw his legs i was like these legs are like cartoon skinny goofy <laughs> I'm like, I got to see this man at a sprint. Like, it, either he's flying or it's like Inspector Gadget. Like, the the long, swingy stride. Dude, his jump shot was wet, though. Bro, wet. I had no clue that man had it like that. And it was, you could tell he was, like, not playing around at all. I mean, he was coming, like, he was shooting like somebody was coming to block it. Just <laughs> right. quick. I think I watched that video three or four times in a row when I saw that. I know. This is crazy. I couldn't get enough of it. Um, and then Jason Kelsey. We got to be around Jason Kelsey, and he's just uh, man. He he has probably one of the best laughs of all time. It's it's so infectious. It's like the the big O lineman like wheeze laugh. That's all. And true. anytime they would hit big on the blackjack table, he's standing up like yelling. And it's everything you see on TV and in his documentary, and you just see it in person. It's oh, everything it, you hope. Yeah, he's just so, he's so salt of the earth, and hopefully, I think they're going to go to uh, Beer Olympics. Him and Travis, which would be crazy. That'd be sick. 
Are they going to um, come on the pod too? Come on the bus? Hopefully Travis and Jason will come on. Obviously, they're, they said they're interested. They want to do a little crossover when Will and Taylor can get on New Heights and then they can come on bussing. Um, but, I mean, those two probably have top five busiest schedules of any NFL player. And then the, the biggest the biggest night was when Dana White had Dave Portnoy and Big Cat and PFT and Hank and everybody to Red Rock Casino to gamble because Dave the whole time is questioning. Taylor has won an ungodly amount of money at Red Rocks from Blackjack, and that's just not supposed to happen in the Blackjack world. And Dave is like, there's just no way this, this magic table where you show up, you say how much you want, and you leave with it with how much you wanted that, that that can't be real and so watching portnoy come in like win his 90 grand and then help help his guys also win whatever number they're saying was so funny and jerry had the funniest reaction because obviously he's a uh you know he's he's sober now but he has an addictive personality and so he was super scared to join and they were like jerry come on it's just 10k like you know Big Cat and Dave, they're like, we'll cover it. If you lose it, don't worry. Just just do it. Just do the experience. So Jerry finally caves, and then he wins in like in an instant. And he stands up. He's like, I, I need to go home. I need to go home. <laughs> and I, I go over to him with the camera. I'm like, Jerry, man, how's it feel? He's like, it's so scary. Like, it's awesome, 15 grand, but like, I got to get out of here. And then he kind of like starts looking around. He's like, but maybe I double it. <laughs> oh, it's like, it no, up. it's catching him now. <laughs> and then... Big Cat immediately just assigns people. He's like, I need somebody to be with Jerry to make sure that he does not go to another table the rest of the night because he has that look in his eye. That's a good friend looking out for him there. Yeah, Big Cat is the best, bro. Um, but everybody, like, I mean, I think seven people in a row won at least $10,000. Yeah. Did it seem like the whole table was up? From the stories that I heard from it, I'm like, Red Rocks is about to go out of business. That's like what it sounded like. Uh, dude, I mean, literally every single person won. Dave won 90. Big Cat, I think, won 20. And then everybody else probably won 10 or 15. Will was down as much as 300, like 50K at one point. Taylor was down 120K. They all fight their way back. So He was down 350K. That's wild. Dude, we've been in there it? at times when Dana is down like 1.5 million. And he does he fight his way back usually? Yeah, I mean, we, when you have the ammo, it's yeah. it it literally just comes down to like, do you have the time to sit there and right and and make it happen? Oh, yeah, I, I would have all the time for 1.5 million. <laughs> but that's would you have all the ammo? Like, not the ammo, none of the ammo, zero of the ammo. I got the time, not the ammo. Yeah. <laughs> Tough problem. Oh. Dude, I've I always wondered though, people for people like Dave and Dana, like what does their bank account look like? Like their statements look like? You know how we get yeah. on our app and when you get paid, you see like it's in green or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like I wonder if it's like a, since they're involved in so many businesses, do they get you know like four deposits a day of just like a insane amount of money? I, I've always wondered how like those people's bank accounts work, and like how many different places they have money. Right, like, do they even have like a bank account that, like, like we have? The taxes got to be a nightmare, absolute nightmare. Yeah, those are all the same people that figure out a way like not to pay that much in them.
Right. It's because they got a team working on it. I always wonder like how closely could they estimate the amount of money they have at any given moment? You know what I mean? When you've got like a billion dollars, it's like good luck getting within 500,000 at any given moment. Right. In the high roller room, did you ever get to do any betting at all? Did they let you do any? Every now and then we do. I'm like, uh, dude, I have the worst luck on the tables of all time. Mm. If, if everybody's winning, I'll be the guy that's losing. And so it, it's happened enough times to where I do, I legit just like, no, I'm not playing. You ever get booed out? They're like, get him out of here. Ruining <laughs> no, the vibe. Nothing, my losings never affect them. Yeah. That's so, good. but I mean, now Taylor, he is very generous with, with his cash. And, you know, if he gets a blackjack, he'll like, Sometimes he'll throw you the the winnings from the blackjack since it was just the free the free money. Ooh. You you cash oh, that money. chip in ASAP. Yeah, so I mean, I I did well this, this past this past trip. Seven oh. days out there, a lot of blackjacks hit in that room. Hey. Your boy is front and center on that right shoulder. How much is in Ooh. one of those? Like, how much do you get from that? Yeah, how much do you make? That's what we want to know. Like each blackjack. Uh, it all depends on his hand. So, like, the most we made. Like they handed Jack and I a thousand dollar chip one time. Let's go. Which is nice. Just for and just then, for staying in there. Yeah, you know, staying in there filming. Yeah, dude. I'll I'll gladly accept the yeah. the bonus. But I did go I went on a little run in Baccarat, which got my got my funds up. Well, I mean they were Taylor's funds that he let me play with, but I, I got <laughs> it up. Hopefully one day, man, we'll be we'll be hitting that, that those five figure trips. Dang. That's a lot of money, but that's awesome, dude. That you, uh, you were positive on the week. Then I'm assuming I, I was positive with very little risk. <laughs> hey, that's the, the best, best kind of positive. Doing it. Yeah. Yes. Maybe we should just like set up by the high roller rooms and offer to be their videographer. Bro, there's a business I mean, plan. Any streamer you can imagine is like walks through that room. You know, all the, all the Nelk boys. Drewski came in like one of the another time we were there, and it was like super. Everything was super tense in the room because I think Dana was down like 700K and Drewski comes in all camo, toothpick in his mouth and Crocs and just looks around. He's like, this ain't, this don't look like the place for jokes. I think I'm going to head out. <laughs> I literally looked at Mitch next to me. I was like, oh, is that Drewski? <laughs> and sure enough, it was. I'm so mad I didn't say anything to him. That is wild. And it brings up two questions for me. One is, how tense does that room get when someone's down? Is it kind of oh, just like bro. when you melt to the wall? Yeah, I mean, especially when you're in like my shoes, mm-hmm. when you know, obviously you have no skin in the game. You're kind of just watching there, and you know, you're obviously you feel for them, but it's happened so many times now. You are a little bit like, well, ultimately they're gonna find their way out of it, and it's gonna be fine. But you're just like, man, I better not even stand here with a smirk on my face. And y'all know me, I like my resting face is like a smirk. Yeah, so I'm like. Like always moving my mouth around, trying to make keep myself looking serious, dude. That would terrify me because I'm a nervous smiler, looking so mischievous I'm... over there, bro. It's yeah, tough. it's like uh, it's not it's not ideal. Dana handles it well. Right when you think he's like super pissed, and you know that's not somebody you want to be around when he's pissed, he like will crack some joke or like to the dealer, and you're like, okay, everything's okay. I, I can. It's I can like breathe. a little pressure valve releasing. <laughs> Yeah. Is he the dude, wildest gambler you've seen? Like the most money on the table? Oh, dude. I mean, seeing like 
the 1.5 million, like it's all $10,000 markers that they mm-hmm. put out, like whenever they owe. And, you know, they put it in like rows of five. And it would, you know, it's just like stacked across. I'm like, I go, you know, I know they got cameras in here, but what would happen if I did? Maybe just. <laughs> A lot of the casinos don't let him gamble there um, because of, you know, he has unlimited ammo. He's almost mm-hmm. not guaranteed to win because of scambling, but close to it. They banned him, but during Super Bowl week, Caesar's Palace, they upped their limit on their hands, and they were allowing people to to do seventy thousand dollar hands. Whereas, like Red Rocks, will I think the max they'll let you do is thirty. Seventy thousand dollar hands, a hand, bro, a yearly that salary, incredibly right sick. A salary, <laughs> one That's year like above that average household median income. To put it into full perspective, when I was working at IMG, I was making thirty thousand dollars. Dude, we're talking over two years of this man's work there. <laughs> in one hand. What is that an hour? Yeah, I have no idea. Not a lot. 15? Well, is that 15 hours? Yeah, I mean, especially for the hours I was actually working, yeah. too. Oh, dude, that's the worst when you start tallying that up. Yeah, and the 70K, shoot, they win the hand. That They make 70K in five minutes. Dang. It's nice. Must be Having nice. money makes it a lot easier to make money. Yeah, the rich get, the rich get richer. Second question I have for you. Does everyone just have their own like own video crew that's following them around everywhere? Yeah, um, a lot of the dudes in their live stream, so their their videographers are just walking through with a backpack and like five cords hanging out of it, and then you'll just see Steve will do it. He had like on the Apple Apple Pro Vision goggles, and he yeah. he has the chat pulled up, and you know, in one end of the room. Taylor is winning $90,000. The other end of the room, Steve is walking around with these goggles on like, chat, y'all check this out. Like, <laughs> like, dude, you you step into that side of the casino and it legit is a simulation of That's events crazy. happening. Sounds like another world. Do you have any beef with any of the other videographers? Like, y'all roll Ooh. up kind of like Anchorman, you know, with um, you roll up and just Rick have a killed a guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, where's the Channel 5 crew at? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no, no beat. Like the, a lot of them are great to, to chop it up with. Yeah, that's good. Um, well, like what can we say really to cool. start beef now? Yeah, no, that would be funny. Too. Don't worry. We can clip anything you want. Make sure, make sure it starts some <laughs> beef right here, right now. We can get it going. Dude, I, Stew I mean, it up. Honestly, the, the Nelk boys are the one like their, their crew is the one that's usually there the most and they have so many employees, it seems like. So you never even know. It's like always a new guy. Mm. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, what are we talking, like, 20 people? Uh, I mean, not, not that they'll all be in that room. Or but just, it's like, like, on their staff. Yeah, exactly. Like, on Thursday, you'll see, like, a couple, two videographers. And then the next day, you'll see completely different guys. And it's just like, where where the heck are all these people coming from? Dang. That's so uh, wild. Dude, we did see, uh, we saw Charles Barkley. He was on the, the, the tables, and he was hammered, and he was the man. Puts you down a bit? Nah, he, dude, he won like, uh, man, I think he won like 300K. Because he was walking out and we were going to cash our chips out. And I mean, every single person was stopping him to get a photo, which bummed me out because I would love to get a photo with him. Right. But, you know, he's like walking out and I just put up the fist bump like, hey, Chuck, man, you're the man. I love, love watching your stuff. And you could tell when he first saw me put my hand up, he was prepping for me to ask for a photo. 
And but I never asked for the photo. And when he realized that, he stopped and looked at me. He put his hand on me. He said, "I really appreciate you saying that, man." And uh, that's better than a photo. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> really appreciate that, man. You mind if I grab a photo now? <laughs> um, but I, I was like, man, I just bonded with Charles Barkley. Like, no way he doesn't remember this. Oh, Dude, yeah. you made a lasting impression on him. That's what I hear, at least. He knows how he said he wants to go. He told Taylor he wants to come on the bus, which get him on Push Up Tuesday. I say, know. Say, I didn't ask you for a picture, but I will ask for just a minute of your time. Dude, Chuck, did y'all see the joke he hit on Draymond Green? No, I didn't see that. You didn't see it, Joe? Save it for him for later. I'll save it for him. Is it one of these uh, Room 40 kind of jokes? Not a Room 40 joke. Uh, No. I mean, yours was still all time. Yeah, shout out Rob telling you, man. I haven't heard from him since. Dang, I mean, he had to hide. Dude, with uh, Chuck, he's he's like not all that big of a guy in the grand scheme of things, right? Isn't he... Maybe six three, six four, like not huge. That's what people say, right? Mm-hmm. That man is definitely six, at least six seven. Oh, that's really? what they say, and it's so. <laughs> I just not always true. heard like, man, he's one of the best re- rebounders of all time, and he's not that big. That's what Bro, I've always heard about. Yeah, him. that's exactly what I was thinking too, because yeah. I feel like all of like people, our parents' generation, they say that, mm-hmm. and I feel like they do it. They tell us that when they, when we're young, so they're like, hey, "This is the importance of boxing out." Just Charles Barkley, too. Either. Charles Barkley did it. <laughs> He's in the Hall of Fame, and all he did was rebound. You can be whatever right. you want. Yeah, I see him walking around wow. like, yeah, this man's a cool 6'8". Like, it's a load. Dude. I'm going to still think of him like he's like 6'2". Yeah, I yeah. was like, I still got a shot. Other myth, is it true that Stephen A. Smith is like a pretty mild personality in real life? If he is, I mean, it, it, how he was with us was exactly like on TV. Hey, let's keep debunking these myths. Yeah. <laughs> but... Yeah, it was it was a wild week, man. Most slept on moment. Did did either of y'all watch This Is Us? I watched up until the last season. I've gotten a lot of flack for not finishing it. What? It, so you know, re- remind me what that is because I'm blanking right now. Joe, you could probably explain it better. Dad goes in the fire, save the dog. Dad dies afterwards. Oh no, I didn't. See Family that didn't distraught. Me. I was hoping for a little bit more, I'll considering it's one no. of the greatest shows of all time. It is a great show. Is, is it like a? Is like a family drama? Is that what we're it, yeah. working with? I, I think, think I've heard of it. I've never seen it's it. like when there's the there's the the two twins. It's the, the guy Kevin and the his sister is like a bigger girl, and then they adopted the black son Randall, and then it just kind of the whole show shows three different storylines all at once with the same family of like mm, yeah. Jack and Rebecca, Jack, who is played by Milo Ventimiglia, who is Rocky's son in the last two Rocky movies. Ooh. And he's in Gilmore girls. Mm. Um, but yeah, so, but I saw Kevin, I love Kevin and I saw him in passing in the, in the hotel. And I'm, when I say I love Kevin, like this is also like my show. I didn't miss a single premiere of I'm, this. I'm sorry for disrespecting it it is a great show it's okay um but i don't forgive you <laughs> james winston i appreciate you telling me that but i do not forgive you um but i was walking by and i was talking to somebody on my right and he was going by on the left so i like caught him at a quick glance turned back around did a double take and i'm like oh my god i told my friends i was like that's kevin that's kevin from this is us and they're like oh bro ask for a picture so I like go turn, I turn around and I almost like say, Kevin. <laughs> and then I, then I check my, I'm like, oh my God, like what's his name? And I know his name, like he's Justin Hartley, but I was blanking so hard. 
And I legit was just standing in the middle of the casino floor, like looking back at the people I was with, looking at him, like I'm running out of time. Ultimately didn't get the photo, which really bummed me you out. You should have just hit him with the Kevin. See if he responds. Kevin. I know. Were there just like a ton of big name people everywhere that week? Yeah. I mean, you, I mean especially when you look online and you see like the people that were rolling around and you didn't even run, run into them, but they were like in the place next door. Mm-hmm. It's That's, it's so crazy. Where'd y'all watch the Super Bowl at? We were home uh, in time for the Super Bowl, so uh, we just yeah, we gotcha. just watched with friends. Well, who was the most surprising person that you met? Not in terms of like surprising that they were there, but when you met them, they surprised you the most. I'm trying to think. I, like, it was oh, dude, Troy Polamalu. Um, Head and shoulders was there. Head and shoulders. Head and shoulders. <laughs> Because you see the highlights, you, he played with all the energy in the world. He's jumping over the the line of scrimmage. He's having yeah. all the big hits, and then you go introduce yourself to him in the softest spoken dude of all time. He's like, "Oh, hey, man, how you doing?" I'm like, "Dude, what a legend!" I can like, where is Troy? Like, yeah, I'm like, where is Troy? Kickoff um, happens, and just like a switch flips inside. Dude, literally, and it you could watch that flip switch while he's talking about football in the podcast. It's almost like it was this whole separate character to him that it's like well, we we don't we don't bring that out anymore. Dang, that's like you're a killer, so cool, dude. Though. Oh my gosh, the story he told about his hair. He's they're like they asked him about his hair, mm-hmm. and you know they have the strong Polynesian like bloodline or whatever. And but it, the reason was like. He's like, if you look back at in history, all of the greatest warriors, like in the history of the earth, they had the long hair, like the samurais, the, just probably wrong, but like the Genghis Khans, the, like all these people. Samson. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, that is sick. Bro, Joe, you should have kept your long hair. I know. I, I was know, just thinking bro. that it looked You're horrible, great, but like, who really cares? I liked it. Yeah, I was, I'm, I'm going like mine it? out for sure. I liked it. Does Troy still have the long hair? Yeah, he does. That's awesome. So he's still a warrior. That is sick. Yeah. Did y'all have some good interviews that you got planned or from this? Yeah. Before? Charles Woodson, Marshall Falk, Dang. Troy Palomalu, Michael Bisbing, who was hilarious. He was so fun to be around. We only were around him for like 30 minutes, but he it, he, was, he was so awesome. And I'm like a big Michael Bisbing fan just from UFC, but it was Dang. it was so cool. Dude, that is sick. I wanted to ask you, you brought up, you got a conversation with someone from the ATP tour. Can you talk any about that or what you got going on? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's really not anything too, too, too crazy. I just, I, I hopped on my favorite social media app of all time, LinkedIn. And Which you've been killing it on, by the way. I appreciate it. I need to, I need to up, up the game, but um, I was like, I need to make, I was like, I'm looking to make some more connections in the tennis industry. Like, y'all let me know if there's somebody I should reach out to. That's all it was. Mm-hmm. And then within like 10 minutes, uh, two people from the ATP tour message, super friendly of them because, I mean, they didn't have to do that at all. And one guy is like the director of athlete branding, mm-hmm. which would align pretty well with like the stuff we do. And then the other, the girl was um, a director of like production. So she, I'm sure she helps out with all of the media rollouts and promos for the year and the Netflix documentary. Um, so I'm talking to that guy. And I think what I really want out of it is just to see 
if he knows of anybody within like a player wise uh-huh. who would be interested in like the podcast world, the, you know, the social media world and kind of just pitch it the same way as pitch it, how Will and Taylor built it. Like they were the first active NFL athletes to have a podcast. Like tennis still doesn't have that. Mm-hmm. And the market is, it's like, you know, the market is massive. Um, so and just kind of picking his brain, like, what are y'all doing now? What do you hope to do? Where do you think somebody like this, an idea like this fits in? Do you think the ATP tour, like would ever be on, on board with it going forward? And whether that entity lived under the busing umbrella and was just ran by me, or it was like a partnership with the ATP tour, ideally, maybe just like a player, mm-hmm. then I would go that route. But just trying to shake as many hands as possible. That's going to be cool. Would this be a podcast that you're doing with them in theory? Yeah, hopefully, you know, the goal is definitely to get in front of the camera and I would, I, I mean, I love editing and, but there's the longer I do it, the more like particular I kind of get with it. Like what exactly what I love editing. Mm-hmm. Some of the stuff that's just can be pretty mind numbing. I will say like, I feel like having done both for undrafted for a while what i realized too is when you're the editor for it it clouds so much of your judgment on like what should i do because you're constantly thinking about the amount of work that goes into it and so it is kind of nice to separate those yeah no and it's nuts too because i'm on the lot my last like three projects for bussing i promise you like at the end of editing it because it's been long hours editing it because you want to get it out in a timely manner. Every single time I was like, oh my gosh, like I might be one of the worst editors in the, in the, in the country. Like this is, this is not a a funny video. This is not entertaining. I need to figure out, I got to figure something else out. And then all three times, like the, the response from the people watching is like, awesome. And I'm just like, oh, like, it's like the biggest relief. I'm so stressful when I hit publish. I'm like, Dude, oh, that, boy, here we creator, go. This, this is it. That's the creator journey. And, like, especially with the the vlogs and things you're doing where it's more than just regular editing, like, you're taking so much creative liberty on it that every time right. you're like, this is just garbage. You know, it's, like, not too bad. No, nah, it's terrible. Like, eh, maybe it's okay. No, nah, this is the best. And then it's just, like, hitting all three of those. And, dude, and nobody watches the videos before I post them. Yeah, so you're just sending it. Yeah, JP, did it's... you did you edit the uh, the meat eater one? Yeah, Bro, I was just about to say that one of the so funniest. <laughs> it gave me the vibes of like when you're helping your dad in the shop as a little kid, and he's like, "Grab the wrench," and you're like, "What's the wrench? What do grab I grab the Phillips head?" Yeah, which one is that? Nah, son, that's a flathead. <laughs> that one killed me, bro. <laughs> bro, and that's exactly how it was. Freaking Steve Rinella is the the man of all men. Dude, that looked like that just a awesome. crazy trip. That that video was awesome. The glasses too, as the edit, the sunglasses were great. <laughs> oh yeah, dude, did he really oh, miss uh, a bunch of clays at the beginning? <laughs> he was, bro. He was, and you could tell on the inside he was hot. I'm sure he was, dude. Great shot. Every, uh, I mean, I guess all his videos are edited, right? But still, like, dude hunts all the time. You know he's a great shot. He was right. nervous in front of JP. Oh. I get it. Yeah, yeah. He knew it was about to be in the vlog. Oof! Yeah, Dude, that was, it was well done though. You crushed that. That was it. Was a really cool experience, man. Like, I 
I mean, it's probably like a top three experience because I've never been to Montana and all that stuff is just so unfamiliar to me. And their whole crew is so awesome. What city uh, were y'all in in Montana? In Bozeman. Gotcha. So that that was awesome. I would love to go back out there. It was so fun watching too because I don't know if I've told you this, but one of the things Allie and I want to do is 50 for 50 where we go to like all 50 states and do an adventure outdoor in each state and make like vlogs of it. And so that one was like that. Yeah. It was that been perfect for like Montana yeah. or something. Dude, y'all gotta do it. We're going to do it. What's We're our, gonna hop- what's our first one? What are we going to do first? Well, we want to do the Jackson hole picnic this summer if we can get in shape, but we also are going to Europe for a little while. JP, don't come bring, on, don't bring it up, bro. I Yo, know. Come I'm, work on your I'm Spanish and Portuguese deal. But we're going to stay afterwards, presumably. And uh, anyway, get, hopefully get some good content. If Joe can swing it. I'm quitting my job to do this. If bro. I can sing it. Are you? He's on sabbatical. Yes, yeah, sir. I got two Dude, months left. I already put long. my three-month notice in. So. Oh, nice. Excited about it. Yeah, Joe, we got to oh, stay over awesome. there, bro. And JP, you're more Joe, than Joe, you're your own boss, bro. I know. That's what I'm saying. This is I'm I'm trying to I'm committing to tr- to I'm committing to try was what I just <laughs> I'm committing to, to think about it. <laughs> I've decided that I've been cutting back on client work, trying to ramp up undrafted for at least the first six months of this year to try to figure out if it's like possible to to do this more. And so I got to start doing more stuff like that. We might get to start yeah. out with Florida while I'm here. Got to seriously, bro. JP, you're more than welcome. To JP, come, come on. Ooh. I would love to be a guest. We know you're a Florida boy deep down. Heck yeah, bro. We can go swim a with Florida the manatees. Man. Dude, I'll take you there. I do that all the time. I, bet. I awesome. went one time. It was awesome. Did you go to Crystal River? Yeah. It's so cool. That was so Got to get cool. Joe down to do that. You you would love it. I would love to do it. The videos I've seen from you looked so fun down there. Yeah, we'll have to do that uh, This is random, but since we're talking about like the other things you're starting to do, I saw a clip of you on someone's podcast, look local in Nashville, Talking about like how you'd love to start interviewing uh, like Special Olympics athletes. Yeah, oh yeah. Talk more about that. That sounded so cool, dude. Uh, so I mean, I've always been into it ever since uh, middle school in Greenville. They, ha- I mean, Greenville County Schools does an awesome job of uh, working the special needs kids into like the everyday school culture. And so I got involved in middle school, stayed involved in high school, did a little bit in college with like the Miracle League. And then at IMG, I I helped out. And ever since I moved to Nashville, I hadn't really been, I hadn't been involved at all. Mm -hmm. And I, uh, I was at Publix and one of the cash, one of the cashiers, he had a disability. Like, I, I forget what it's called, but like, you know, one of his legs is shorter than the other. And one of his, he can't use like his left hand. Mm hmm. Um, and so I was just wearing like some athletic shorts and he was like, you know, he like fist bumps me. I'm like, oh, what's up, bro? He's like, hey, man. And he's like, are you a basketball player? I was like, I, I mean, I, I love basketball. I wouldn't call myself a basketball player, though. He was like, oh, I got you. I was like, do you play? He's like, yeah, I actually have a game this weekend. I was like, oh, nice. What uh, like what position do you play? He's like shooting guard. I, I'm a shooter for real. I was like, OK, like. What uh? I was like, you listen to music before the game? He's like, yeah, you know, I listen to Fort Minor, I listen to Hall of Fame, all this stuff, juicing me up. And then, um, Sitton and I went to, we showed up at the game on Saturday to go check it out. 
And my boy, he can legit only use one hand. This man made six threes in their That's game. That's so cool. Straight shooter, cash. Straight shooter. Sh- shooter. I went up to him after. I was like, man. And I could tell he didn't really recognize me. And I was like, I, was, I met you at Publix. And he was like, oh, you came? I was like, yeah. I was like, um, I was like, I see you knocking down these shots. He was like, I tried to tell you. You didn't believe me. <laughs> I was like. I was like, hey, man, that's my bad. I was like, but you said you usually play with the headphones. What happened? He was like, oh, no, I had the, I was listening to music three hours pregame. Uh, I was like, three hours straight? Yeah, I had to lock in. I was like, oh, let's go. And then there was another uh, little dude on their team that was absolutely balling, like kids that are playing in the next game or talking trash to the coaches and just the, I mean, it was such a good like cleanse of yeah, just like you know your everyday life and what you're surrounded with to see like that level of wholesomeness, mm-hmm. and uh, it just like had me thinking again, like man, you know, so many people don't realize what they're capable of and how much, and like just watching them play basketball, it's just like any other team. It's like when we grew up on teams. There you had your best player. You have your your star player, and like that's how these teams are are structured. And I don't know. I mean, to to have to go through so much and to still have that positive attitude that you know, anytime you're hanging around them, all you can do is you just can't help but smile. And it's like so many more of their stories could be told. And I think it would be so cool if you know one of these guys could be treated like a. I I I really haven't been able to articulate it, but. You know, like how it sounds wild, but like how LeBron is viewed of like, oh man, LeBron is like unreal. He can do all this stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like I, I feel like there's a way you could get people on board with like some of these Special Olympics athletes that are like crushing it despite what they've been stacked against. Dude, um, that so it'd is... be really cool just to like lead that kind of uh, brand. I love that idea so much. I also love that you and Sitton went to the game. I feel like that was probably. Or like a great experience for you too, just being there. Like you said, just like a wholesome refresh. Dude, it's the best. And you know, like it, this uh this Down syndrome kid, he comes walking over to me. He was like, What's up, bro? I was like, What's up, man? He goes, You playing today? I said, I was like, You lucky I'm not playing today. <laughs> he was like, My team's undefeated. <laughs> You're like, see me hey, out there. Just right? going back and forth. Oh Dude, but man, it, that would be it so truly fun. is the best. That would be so cool to like have a podcast you're saying about this, but also combine it with a little bit of like a vlog of them playing their sport too. And it's just like all of that mixed together. That could be just like really fun. And I think do. that's like the, the future of the podcast world of just all that other footage that you can be playing during your show to where it's just turned into like long form TV shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where's both. And like Spotify has got video on it now. Like we've got video on Spotify. Yeah. Like it's just, everything's becoming multi-dimensional, I guess. But dude, I love that. That gets me so fired up. I I want to see you go do that. I want to be a part of it in any way we can. Like that's awesome. Yeah, we we'll make it happen. Let's do it. Yeah, that's awesome. Should, should we make some drafts happen now? Let's do it. We were thinking, in honor of JP being back, we were going to do three drafts. Let's do the best speeches, and so it'll go. Alan, or sorry, JP, you're first. Alan, you're second. I'm third. Snake draft. We each get five picks. All right, with my first pick of the best sports movies speeches, 
I will go with being perfect. Billy Bob Thornton, Friday Night Lights. That is a good one. Because I can't help but think about that speech and also think about the end scene of the movie with the names from the locker slowly, slow-mo falling off with each name. And then they give a little highlight of each person. It's just with the song, too. I, I hate I can't it's remember. It's Dare I Say song. Perfect. Yeah, literally. That is a, obviously a, a crowd pleaser right there. Y'all want to hear Alan, something crazy? Got second I've never yeah. seen Friday Night Lights. That's kind of wild. Wild. We were ripping Joe in the group text earlier about knowing names. And yeah, I, I totally haven't seen that one, which is which is bad. But yeah, y'all are ripping me. I'm like, I so I've been spending time this whole day watching these speeches again on YouTube because I'm like, yeah, I remember the movie being great, but I don't remember the speech itself. And so uh, I'm dialed in now. Hey, I was having a hard time as well. So I just wanted to rip you because I thought it was awesome. <laughs> yeah, because who doesn't like ripping me? Who doesn't like yeah. it? I'm gonna take maybe the most iconic sports movie character of all time, Rocky Balboa. It ain't about how hard you can hit. Dang, it's about hard. It's you... about how hard you can get hit. Keep moving forward. Let's go. How much you can take? That is keep a good one. Moving forward. Yeah. Yep. You ain't gonna believe this. You used to fit right here. I used to hold you up and say, "This kid's gonna be the, one of the greatest kids in the world." And you grew up good. Oh crap. <laughs> hey, I was so gonna good, start though. with this. That's that's what I had, but I can't remember the exact words. But somewhere along the line, you changed. You stopped being you. you Stop being you. Let yeah. You can still be so, there. Better hard you get it. <laughs> so that, that guy that he's talking to is in that This Is Us show. Yeah, I almost brought that up earlier, but then I didn't want you to steal the quote or the, yeah. the speech. I did have it. I figured you did. That's well. why I had to take it before before you could get to it. There's so many good Rocky ones, though, thankfully. Okay. So many good ones. That one might be Ooh. the most like quotable, though. Yeah. So I get pick three and four now. Okay. Probably the most iconic speech of all time is that any given Sunday, life is a game of inches. So good. That that's so a good, one. good then, bro. So I'm gonna do that as my first pick. Second pick. This is where I'm struggling a lot because it's gonna be a minute before I pick again. Oh, miracle! Great moments are born from great opportunity. Great two choices. Great moments or born from great opportunity. And that's what you have here tonight. That's what you've earned here tonight. Ooh, that's earned good. it. Yeah, Woo! bro. Hey, in that in any given Sunday one, with just the guy in the background after like one of the lines, he just goes, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Jamie oh, Foxx in good. there. Dude, that is just Jim, Jim Brown. <laughs> What is what is cast right there to watch there? It was so fun. Legendary. Let's get me fired up. And dying. Number two for me, one of the most sneaky inspirational character movie characters ever, Mr. Miyagi. I love this. In Karate Kid. <laughs> Daniel-san. Let me, let me just read it so I don't mess this up. Daniel's laying on the ground. He's scared. He's in the final battle. Mr. Miyagi says, Daniel son, it's okay to lose to an opponent, must not lose to fear. I got goosebumps yeah, talking about that. it. Repeat that for us. It's okay to lose to an opponent, must not lose to fear. Daniel Man, admits he's afraid. It. Mr. Miyagi says, Don't let it. Don't let it do that to you. 
Mm-hmm. And Danielson goes out and, and wins. Get me fired good. up, baby. That's real Let's good. Go. If you take anything from this whole episode to anybody listening, that's what you should take with you right there. Must not lose the fear. Don't do it. No fear. Don't, don't lose the fear, don't, man. Don't do it. Don't do it. All right. What you got, right. JP? I'm going to go with Coach Carter. <laughs> yeah. What is your deepest fear? Mr. Cruz. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. Yeah. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. You know the rest. What a what a powerful movie in the in the uh, the library or in the gym yeah. where they're like making up for all their schoolwork after the after the season that looks to be canceled. They still showed up. You saved for, my life. Exactly, bro. And Mr. Cruz, you still owe him three hundred push-ups. Um, and then my next one is, man, this is one of my favorite speeches of all time, and I I do almost have this one fully down memorized by heart and that is the janitor in rudy when rudy quits the team he said hey hey, what are you doing here don't you got practice i quit since when are you the quitting kind i didn't make the dress list and what i forget rudy's next line he goes so you didn't make the dress list there are greater tragedies in life yeah, but I wanted to see, I wanted to prove to everybody, prove what? In this lifetime, you don't got to prove nothing to nobody except yourself. And if you haven't done that by now, it ain't going to never happen. You saw, you hung around with the best college football players in the land for two years. I actually mixed, mixed that up. That was supposed to go before. And it was supposed to end with, if you haven't done that by now, it ain't going to never happen. He goes, I wanted to see you have your, wanted to, Wanted you to see your first game from in the stadium. Hell, I've seen too many games in this stadium. I thought you said you never seen it. I never seen a game from the stands. I rode the bench for two years. Thought I wasn't being played because of my color. So I quit. Not a week goes by I don't regret walking out that door, letting them get the best of me. And I guarantee you not a week won't go by you won't regret walking out, letting them get the best of you. Now go on back. I'm going One back. Of my favorite ones. That was I, good. I, I, hate, I hate myself for freaking messing up the first part. I, th- I thought you did pretty well. The character work was good. The cadence between the two of them. Interrupting Thank yourself you. was very impressive, by the way. It was tougher than I thought it was going to be. Next one's a little more lighthearted. Um, from the movie, The Replacements. Keanu Ooh. Reeves' character, the quarterback, yeah. giving a halftime speech. The big quote that comes from this, pain heals, chicks dig scars, glory lasts forever. Something to be said there. Um, you know, the whole speech is maybe, you know, not up to par with the others, but that quote, that's one that gets me going. I love that. Love that movie too. Yeah, underrated for sure. This is tricky. There's just so many good ones that I didn't even think about, and now everything's flooding in. I've got to go. This is pick three. I got to go. Remember the Titans. You make sure they remember forever the night they played the Titans. Leave no doubt. Also, blitz only. Blitz all was a great strategy that I loved in elementary school in Madden. And now I get another pick. I'm going to go with my favorite movie of all time, The Sandlot. When Babe Ruth visits Benny in his bedroom and he says, Heroes get remembered, but legends never die. 
That's Can't go one. wrong with Benny. Maddie took the Remember the Titans one. Is that the one you wanted? Oh, yeah. And I should have taken it way earlier. Just got hyped up on. How yeah, low, that's what I realized. I like, started doing it. I'm like, was. why have I not done that? Yeah, I kind of slept on that one. Um, I don't know if you can. I don't know how much you can say this is a speech. How many words does it have to be to be a speech? It's not about how many words, man. It's about the impact. All right, this one's for Carl Weathers. There is no tomorrow. There is no tomorrow. That one gets me. There is no tomorrow. Rock going. That one is so Rocky's at his rock bottom. Tomorrow. 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 There is no tomorrow. Man. So this next one, this is this is tough because it's a toss up between the last speech and Glory Road before the national championship game. The two minute, yeah. And then, but I'm gonna go with Matthew McConaughey and We Are Marshall speaking to the Marshall team at the cemetery and just talking about how this is their opportunity to rise from the ashes. That one, mm. that speech, especially because it's based on a true story. Both those movies based on a true story. Matthew McConaughey crushes the delivery. The, the you got my my athletic director back there watching from afar. Oh, I love that one. And then my final one. I feel like now I feel like I'll, I'll throw a Rocky one in there so I can I can be a part of it. And it is from I believe the same one as Alan's first. And it's when he goes to the courthouse and they're denying him the right to fight, I believe. Hey, don't I got some rights? What are you talking about? Oh, that sheet of paper that they wrote down the street here? He goes, the Bill of Rights. Yeah, don't just say something about pursuing what makes you happy. That's the pursuit of happiness. Yeah, well, I'm pursuing something and nobody looks too happy about it. But we're just looking out for your interests. I appreciate that, but maybe you're looking out for your interests just a little bit more. I mean, you shouldn't be asking people to come down here and pay the freight on something they paid. It still ain't good enough. I mean, you think that's right? I mean, maybe you're doing your job, but why you got to stop me from doing mine? Because if you're willing to go through all the battling you got to go through to get to where you want to get, who's got the right to stop you? I mean, maybe some of you guys got something you never finished, something you really want to do, something you never said to somebody, something. And you're told no, even after you pay your dues. Who's got the right to tell you that? Who? Nobody. It's your right to listen to your gut. It ain't nobody's right to say no after you earn the right to be where you want to be and do what you want to do. You know, the older I get, the more things I got to leave behind. That's life. The only thing I'm asking you guys to leave on the table is what's right. Come on. The Rocky movies are the most inspirational sports Man, movies ever. Good. For yeah, sure. Easy. Love them. Dude, I don't know if y'all saw this behind me. I got this bad boy. Ooh. Right up here behind me in the background. I just uh, That's before my man got absolutely yoked, baby, with Optimum. That's that's motivation right there. Yeah. All right, so my fifth pick, it's a speech without very many words. I'm going to paint the picture for you here. Universe on the line. Maybe the biggest sports game Ever. I know what this Halftime, <laughs> we're down to the Monstars, one of the best teams ever assembled. Michael Jordan is giving a, a very motivational speech, right? And the Looney Tunes are not having it. They're falling asleep. Bugs Bunny, Bugs Bunny steps in with one of the most motivational moves of all time, puts water in a bottle, 
Bottles of lightning. Michael's secret mm. stuff. Bugs flexes on them. Shows them, yo, this is going to get us going. They come out, save the universe, beat the Monstars. Maybe the most pivotal halftime speech of all time. With very save few the world. words. Save the world. So I'm going Bugs Bunny. That's iconic. Huge. That's iconic. a great pick. Michael's secret stuff. I like that. I'm going to go two quick or three quick honorable mentions. One, Invictus, when he's like, listen to your country. That one's pretty high because they're chanting. Oh, yeah. Then uh, I don't care what the scoreboard says. That's a good one. And then Moneyball, when they're all like partying after the loss and he comes in, like bangs his bat on the locker. He's like, losing fun. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. But the one I'm going to go with is Cool Runnings. When he goes, Ooh. look in the mirror and tell me what you see. Junior? He goes, I see pride and I see power. But it's not about what I see. It's about what you see. It's about what you Feel see, the dog. Feel the rhyme. And he's like, rhyme. It's bobsled time. Go, and he's like, go. I see pride. I see power. Again. What do you see? I see pride. That's a great movie, by the way. That's a great movie. Iconic. Thursday morning, anybody that tunes in is going to have the greatest day of their life. Dude, they're, they're going to be so fired up. Wake up to Christmas. Dude, I hope yes, anyone listening at, at this point in the podcast, which you should because we're having a grand time together, you've got to be fired up. You're running through brick walls. Easy. That's my thought, at least. Just bottle yeah. up some water. Michael's secret stuff. That'll get you going. First thing, Thursday morning. Who, what's our next one? So if you had to end the episode there, you're hopefully on a high note. But we're going to take it up a notch and go with the best fictional athletes on a field day. We're doing a multi-sport competition of fictional athletes. If you have a superpower, that superpower is not allied. It's like a sky high when they take the powers away. That's yeah. what's happening here. Ooh, this, this is sky high. Let's go. That's oh, a I perfect really reference, are. dude. That don't that just came to the dome right at, right in the moment, which I appreciate. Alan, you get first pick, then I guess it's me and then JP. Mistake. This one's so easy. <laughs> Mistake. <laughs> so easy. Such an easy pick. And I, I mean, I wonder if you guys had this on here. Bruce Wayne, Batman, <laughs> ultra smart, ultra athletic. Doesn't have superpowers anyway, so you're basically getting Batman. That is a good one. I had a thought. I don't think I like wrote it down anywhere. But I was like, I could do almost any single spy assassin because they're incredibly durable. They just get beat up, get back up the entire movie. They're like athletic. They're like running and jumping off roofs and stuff like that. So I like that. Bruce Batman's Wayne, you get the problem solving deal too. And the money. Big on the mind games and, and the money. Your uniforms yeah. be sick. Dude, I didn't think about that. Yeah, y'all are dripping in there. <laughs> Let's go. Come on. I'm going to go with Rocky then. I feel like, yeah, we're talking mostly about boxing, but just the mindset that he brings, the endurance, the fortitude. That's a great pick. Motivational. Can we use animated characters or no? Yeah. Yeah, go for it. Okay. My number one pick will be the man with the most determination, the willing, the willingness to work the hardest, and that is Goku. All that guy lives for is training and competing. He goes – he's – he puts his fatherhood aside, literally just in order to get stronger and get better. And that's the kind of commitment I need on my team, someone that's willing to leave their family to sacrifice for a greater cause. So I want Goku as my, my number one pick. That's nice. Now, I have my second one, correct? Yeah. Dang, yeah. Goku's a good pick. 
to to match with Goku. I'm going top heavy right now. Give me Thor. And really, I'm just pretty much taking Chris Hemsworth because if I don't know if you've seen his Instagram, but the man is surfing. The man is snowboarding. He does the Arctic swimming challenges. If you've seen Limitless, yeah, I was about to say. Puts, I was trying to remember the show name. Yeah, I mean, th- he is another guy willing to put his body through anything in order to put out a good product. He's fast. He's strong. He's a great teammate. And yeah, Goku and, and Thor, my number, my top two. Dude, those are some good picks there. Those are good. I will go. Ooh. This might be too early to pick him, but I'm a little bit nervous that Alan might get him in one of his two. Don't picks. let Alan live in your head I like can't. this, bro. He's going to do it. This is, He's this is where Alan's it. messing me up. And I, I'm probably selling right here. But. One of the greatest multi-sport athletes of all time, Air Bud. I knew you were doing it. That was You don't even believe that pick, Joe. I do believe it. I just don't remember the speech in that movie. <laughs> Bro, it's easy. Bark, bark, woof, woof. It's e- JP knows it. You knew I was going with that one? Were you yeah. about to take him or not? Um, I, I had definitely, definitely thought about it. I feel like it should have been like a pick three, but hey. Yeah, I know. mean... It's a it's a pretty good pick though. So I get two back to back here, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. So I was nervous about. Man, I hate that Rocky got taken. That's that's also huge. I wish that wish that I could not let Alan get in my head, but my only goal in this draft is to sabotage him. And by the way, in case you're wondering, Alan, my next pick is solely because I know that you probably want him. Just so you know. Um if this does you any good, I have no clue who I want. I'm going straight off the rip right now. All right. I am inspired by Thor. I'm picking Thanos. Give me Thanos. 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 (laughs) The Noppy. Big boy. Batman and Thanos. We're winning the tug of war. Absolutely. (laughs) That is true. Yeah, but Goku. I'm kind of stuck right here because I Mm. definitely was going to take Air Bud. (laughs) Hate it for you. Yeah, that's I really do. I mean, that's you're not putting me in that much of a blender. I was just gonna take him. It's not like it's gonna be that much. I know, but I know you like him. You were good about no, Alan. What's your team right now? What sport are you winning, Joe? <clears throat> Rocky and Airbud. Oh uh, yeah, there's no way. We're taking teamwork into account here. And I'm going Robin, Dick Grayson. Robin, we, you gave me Batman and Robin. That's a wait. Do you have the Adam West thing. Batman too? Huh? Yeah, Adam, be West, Adam Batman. West Batman. <laughs> I we're uh to be determined. We'll see. CBD. Bruce Wayne, Christian Bale does not have a Robin. Yeah, we're going Adam West. I I used to no, get I'm my go- parents no, to record I'm going, that. I'm going cartoon, cartoon Batman. Oh. You should have done the Adam West. I got my parents to record that on VHS because it would come on like the graveyard TV slot and I'd have to watch it every day. Yeah. I'm going, uh, I'm going okay. cartoon. So I got, yeah, Batman mm-hmm. and Robin. Joe? Yep. Oh, wait. No, yep. it's JP. Who is it? JP or Joe? It's me. You got him rattled, Dang. Alan. All right. Oh, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with Michael Jordan and the Space Jam. In space oh, jam. dude, I don't know if you can do that. That's I like a, what that's you mean a real I can't person. Have my, yeah, but he's <laughs> also Michael Jordan. 
I mean, would you not choose Michael Jordan if you could? And he's, there's a movie version of Michael Jordan. I mean, I guess that's you, fair. Yeah, you can have that. You can have that. Yeah. We'll give you that. Sorry that I have a goat on my team. I almost texted in earlier and said that we couldn't do that, but I guess I did. Okay, I, I, will, I, will, I will. I have enough picks. I'm a man no, of honor. No, it's okay. You can if, keep if, it. If this offends you, I will take Michael Jordan off. No, you can have him. You can have him. That's a fair. Yeah. I, I, I'm saying I didn't set the rules beforehand. Okay. Also, that was the pick that I just thought you might want because Jordan. I would definitely have gotten him if if um, I thought that was fair. I said no superpowers though. Michael Jordan's right, a real life JP? hero. Uh, mine. I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna need some speed. So this guy doesn't even have. He doesn't even have a superpower. This literally is just him, and I will be taking Roadrunner. <laughs> I almost did Roadrunner too. All that man knows is speed. I and love that with, pick. With Goku and Thor, I think I got my strength taken care of, so I'm 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 rock with Roadrunner. I, I almost did Roadrunner. I wanted Dash before we were saying no superpowers. Yeah, I was gonna take. That's the problem. I was gonna take the whole Incredibles family. I already got Roadrunner, so I don't want to dip back into those Looney Tunes, but this might spark something for someone. Lola Bunny was on my list for multiple Sheesh. reasons. <laughs> got to get her on the squad. But I will I will be including a girl on my squad, and I will be including Dottie Henson from A League of Their Own. I think she carried that entire baseball league. She was a natural-born leader. She was willing to sacrifice her own role so the others could rise up, including her sister. I have a lot of respect for Dottie Henson, a lot of respect for a league of their own. So let me get Dottie on the team. Mm, I like that. Does Captain America count? He's just on roids. Yeah, so he's just on roids. Have you seen that man? Drug testing. Dude, that man can sling a shield. That's That's a good call. That is a good call. Solid. All right, so I think... um, if Roadrunner isn't classified as a like super, I guess that's not superhero. Sonic isn't either, right? I'm going Sonic. Dang. Yeah, that's not a superhero. I'm going Sonic. Speedy. I need that speed. Dude, we. I'll tell you this. We are missing a, and I, I could be risking one of my picks, but we are missing a whole trilogy of movies. You think Lightning Lightning McQueen? <laughs> Doc Doc no, Hudson. I'm staying. I'm staying with the Looney Tunes. Taz. Tasmanian cool. Devil. Tough to deal with. I don't even know what to say about him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, fast, strong, erratic. No telling what he's going to do. If he makes a mistake, he'll make that mistake at 100 miles an hour, which is what you want. Put you in a blender. Dude, Sonic and Taz teaming up? Spinning? Yeah. They can both do that little spinny thing? I like it. Wow, I really, we really just blended Joe up right here. This last one has got me thrown because there's so many different people that I, I feel like it could do. It's field games. I really want, I feel like a couple other people are smarter options than this one, but I, I'm enough trying to sabotage Alan. So I'm going to go with my favorite movie of all time again, Benny the Jet Rodriguez. Nice. That was a good pick. I, I almost picked it specifically to sabotage you, but then I remembered that's not my game here. My game's to win. So <laughs> No, your game's to get in my head so that I sabotage myself by trying to sabotage you, and <laughs> right. it's brilliant. That is a good pick, though. Benny the Jet, quick. Yeah. 
He's quick, quick just an athlete, can hit the cover off a ball. Yeah. All-around team player. Just He does it for the love of the game. You need that. Yeah. I'm going to – I will – it's my turn, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be going dipping back into that speed department, speed, accuracy, toughness. Give me Legolas from Lord of the Rings. Ooh, that's so good. Ooh. I love I love my chances with Legolas in infield games because that man grew up in the outdoors doing these types of things. Dude, imagine yeah. him on a skateboard, the way that he rides the shield in the two towers. Mm. And there's a chance that you have archery in field, in field day too. Dang, I didn't even think good. about him when you said the trilogy. I didn't either. Honorable mentions that I had too were obviously Adonis Creed, so that, that Rocky, but Bobby Boucher, that was a hard one. Ad, uh, Happy Gilmore, I that was a hard about, one too. I thought about Bobby Boucher too. I was torn between, I really, I was like, Bobby Boucher would be the right pick for my fifth one, but I wanted to do Benny the Jet. But yeah. Ricky Bobby, Ricky Vaughn, Kenny Powers, Forrest Gump. And then Forrest Kung Gump. Fu Panda, when you're talking about snapping the fingers, the wooshy finger hold. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't include it. Yeah. There were a lot of good options there. I know. Yeah. Yeah, because y'all were going like all fictional like characters just period. I'm like, if we're opening up all movies. Yeah, <laughs> once, a lot, once a lot JP went Goku, I had to go had to go some cartoon characters. <laughs> You're not being Goku without a little cartoon help. Not That's fair. Without a little Thanos. Yeah. All right. Last draft then. We've got mascots. We did some mascot drafts, mascot oh, drafts last week. And so we are assembling a spy team from mascots. It could be minor league baseball. It could be the NFL. It could be college sports. But you've got a spy master, the boss of the team, a secret agent, a fighter slash enforcer character, master of disguise, and then, of course, your, your classic computer techie back at HQ collecting intelligence. So... Knowing my audience that I'm playing against right now with my first pick, I'm gonna I'm gonna choose Cocky, obviously, as wow. my spy master. He he can double as a field agent, the wisdom that he has, the charm, the charisma, the good looks. Yeah. I mean, you could have put him in any of those any of those roles and it'd have been fair. That's a clear cut yeah. number one. A clear cut number one. Don't Neither care who you play all with. liked him. Don't care. Right. Oh, man. Give me Chief Osceola for my fight enforcer. Dude, imagine the trusty steed coming in, the spear being flung. Right. I mean, I hope one of y'all choose the Oklahoma mascot. Yeah, mistake. That's a good one. That's a real life one. I would, I would whip into shape. Go ahead. What you got, Alan? That's a good one, but you're not going to want to mess with my guy. Enforcer. Big Red. Beast. Western Kentucky. Beast. We don't even know Talking what he about is. Andy Reid. We could. I could have honestly put him in Master of Disguise because I don't even know what he is. First off, but it's kind of hard to hide a big red guy. So he's my enforcer, dude. That's a good one. What you got for your second pick? Ooh, I forgot. That's how snake drafts work. <laughs> Master crazy. of Disguise. Almost everywhere you go, <clears throat> you know, in North America, you're gonna run into a forest. <laughs> what is in forests trees wow i'm going the stanford tree not oh, only can he blend is. in in the forest he can also just lay on your couch and look like a big shirt quilt 
Stanford tree. Or be a Christmas tree standing in the corner, especially Ooh. if it's a mission around Christmas time. Yeah. I had that as an option. Let me get for my guy in the chair, I would like the Syracuse orange. Mm. The Syracuse Syracuse <laughs> is in is an esteemed school. They have a great uh journalism program. I need somebody that's able to do my research on my opponent. Tell me their story so I can find out their weakness. So give me the Syracuse orange for my guy in the chair. Second pick is also going to be a master of disguise. But since you took the Stanford tree, I'm going to go with Artie the Artichoke. Scottsdale oh Community God. College. The disguises classic. that man could, could whip up. He, he could be sitting on the table and no one would ever even know. That is a classic. I'm going to have to look up a picture of him. Mixing into a Caesar salad. He's hilarious looking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I love how dumb this draft is. It's fun. Yeah, this is awesome. I'm going to go with my secret agent, the field operator now. I'm going to go with the Savannah Banana because one, it's got the disguise. He could be fitting in on any house, just just sitting with their food. Also, the guy's got moves, guy or gal. I don't know what it is. Uh, so clearly, there's the skills to be able to operate well. A it's a banana, bro. You know what it is. Yeah, yeah. You know what it is. Probably make a good field operator. Just throwing that out there. I like that. It's a good pick. Dude, I'm struggling. Let me get uh my master of disguise because you you have no idea who he actually is. Is uh UCF's Nitro. He's basically is just a like old school medieval knight that's covered in uh tin like you know mm. tin armor. That's a good one. He can hide in any mansion. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. If we're if this is like you know I'm assuming we're going after rich people, so. right? And all of them have suits of armor in their hallways. That's just like Correct. a given for me. That's rich. the classic Scooby Doo disguise. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're not thinking. Oh. You know it's you know it's there, but there's no way they're hiding in that, right? Yes. Mm. I got two. I'm thinking of for my field agent. They're both electric. Ah, all right. I'm gonna have to go with one of the craziest mascots. You know, it's, it's a pretty like uh, pretty normal like actual mascot, but just the things he does on the field are absolutely insane. I've never seen a mascot do as crazy as stuff as this guy. That's why oh, I'm picking Cosmo the Cougar. BYU, he's doing the crazy stunts ever. He's he's getting in there and getting it done for you. So that's yeah, my that's field agent. Ah, oh, man. Uh, who looks really I love that pick. I love uh, that pick. Thanks, man. Yeah, he's he's dangerous. Nobody's safe. I'm going to another guy who's electric. He's been there before. Won a lot of championships back in the day. I'm going Benny the Bull. Really good. Uh, He does a lot of... A lot of the same stuff Cosmo the Cougar does. I think he's a little more um, experienced, though. He's makes a great he's like master, guy coming in. Exactly. Yeah. It, it sometimes helps to have a similar skill set. Yep. Let me get as my spy master, Wushok. This guy is a definition of an evil genius. And if you don't believe me. Oh, oh yeah. The shockers. Yeah. That's a good pick. I looked at him. Okay, so for my computer tech wizard at HQ, give me the Rocky Mountain Vibes mascot, Toasty. In case you haven't seen a picture of him, Good. you look at this guy and tell me he does not just like know his way around a computer. He's got lights on his monitors. He's got like seven monitors up. He definitely has his 
his like car rig too with with random stuff. Uh, I'm saying, I want him. Yeah, but it looks like he's getting on a computer for sure. Cans Taipans. It's an Australian professional basketball team. Look at this mascot right here. But this is my enforcer. Yeah, what the world? What it is that? It looks like a. It's like a snake with red eyes and horns and like lizard slash alligator slash snake slash beast. Yeah, if he's from Australia, he's dangerous for sure. Shadow realm, the shadow realm. And he's got a basketball jersey on, so he's athletic. Obviously. What's his name? His name's Joe Blake. Joe Blake. That's not a I'm taking Joe Blake enforcer. <laughs> yeah, we we mopping that. We mopping Joe. Bro. Yeah, we ain't worried about Joe Blake. Australia's a little dangerous though. My field agent would be somebody that literally operates from the field in the fields, was raised in the fields, worked in the fields, and that is Herbie the Husker from Nebraska. Give me a man that's used to the outdoors, can be out there for as long as we need him to be, know how to survive, <laughs> and know how to kill. So let me get Herbie. Dude, that, that's a good play there. Shout out Nebraska. That. Big Red, I need you on here supporting. I would say you'd make a good outdoor uh, master of disguise if you had the Stanford tree, but he's out there in the field without it. So I like, right. I like that. Okay. My last pick, I need a computer whiz. I'm going with a guy who one of his nicknames is Mr. Roboto. Cosmo from the Las Vegas 51s. He's supposed to be oh, an alien man. that got dropped off at Area 51. Look at those eyes, bro. That's elite. He's all over the computer, all <laughs> looking all over the place, dude. He's dude. He's not missing a single detail. Well. So taking Cosmo, dude. I love that. That is elite. Some pretty good teams there. I got two Cosmos. Oh, Alan, you said you got two Cosmos? Yeah, I got Cosmo the Cougar and Cosmo the Alien. That's fun. That reminds me, uh, well, Joe, you won't guess who was asking about you. I have no idea. Nobody. Dang. Was that the joke? Got him. That was the Dang. Charles Barkley one. He didn't. He didn't want it. He didn't want it. He said, "Didn't want." I don't know. That was wild. <laughs> the delivery was excellent. That was well done. Was Did you see it coming? No, I Let's forgot about the joke already. I was too busy thinking about my my teams. We would make a great spy organization as all of us, but my team would be obviously taking the elite missions. We should create a spy organization. Mascot spy organization. You know, I think Connor Stallions is available. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Man in the chair. Yeah.